Baba Daftale, the last thing we were discussing was a statement of Rabbi Haya, where a person claims his friend owes him $100, he claims I owe nothing, and that would make him patur, but there's witnesses who say he owes 50 And Rabbi Haya says he's Hayav Shavua on the other 50 why? Because when a person admits himself to half, he has to swear on the other half. So I deem that a much stronger should be on the other half also. But the Gemara kept on pushing the fact that we're saying that I deem are stronger. Who says I deem are stronger? Maybe a person himself is stronger. Rather, we wanted to learn it from an Aidehad. An Aidehad is Mihayev Shavu'ah. So two Aidehim should also be Mihayev Shavu'ah. But the Gemara didn't like that because with one witness, he's swearing on what they're claiming he owes. When it comes to two witnesses over here, we're trying to get him to swear on what he claims he doesn't owe. And with that, we are starting Dalad Amud Aleph, second line in, where it says, Ela Amar Papa. Rather, Af Papa says, No, the Kalva Homer is as follows. Ate Migilgul We're going to learn it out of the concept that when there's an Aidehad, then he can't be mehayev someone money, but he could be mehayev someone a shebua. And once he's already swearing, if we have anything else to get him to swear on, then it will, you'll just swear on that too. It's called the Gilgul Shavua. We're rolling on another Shavua on you. And the Kalva Homer would be is if one Aed is a mehayev a Shavua, a Gilgul Shavua, Koshken two Aedim should be Mehayev a Shavua. But the Gma says, yeah, but Malik Gilgul Shavua, the Aedahad, Shekin Shavua, Gorer Shavua. Listen, over there, it's a total different thing. The Aed could only be Mehayev a Shavua. And that Shavua, you could roll on, you could add on to it whatever you want. Tomar be Aedim, de Mamon ka Mehayev. Aedim could only be Mehayev you Mamon, but not a Shavua. So you can't compare. So the Gemara says, oh, then Then we're just going to say, look, uh, when a person himself uh, admits to half, he's mechayev himself a shavua, and called sheken the aidim should be mechayev a shavua. But the Gemara says, yeah, but malle piv sheken in obak hasha, as we explained before, his mouth, you you can't uh, you can't prove him wrong, you can't say no, you don't owe the money. If he said he owes money, he, that's as strong as it could get. And then the Gemara goes back, then Then one witness will prove it. One is, uh, he can be, you can bring Aidim to say that he's wrong, and he also is Mehayev and you'll say that Aidim uh, also should be Mehayev The Gemara pushes back, no, because This goes back again to what we learned before that Aidehad, you're swearing on what you owe. He's swearing on what he doesn't owe, or what he says he doesn't owe. And then again, we're going to go back to, well, he himself is himself money. And the Hazaradin, and everything goes back in a circle. The reason that his mouth is mehayev meshevua is not the same reason why an aed had is mehayev meshevua. Velora ize kere ize, and the reason that an aed is mehayev meshevua is not the same reason that his mouth is mehayev meshevua. Hatzada shaveshe behind the common denominator between his mouth and the aed is shaliyade taana ukfirahin bayim benishbara. That there has to be a claim, there has to be someone saying the claim is wrong, and then okay, then there's going to be a swear. So I'll bring Aidim, same exact case. 
that they're going to claim something. He's going to say, no, they're going to be mechayev and meshavu'ah. But the Gemara says, no, we don't like the common denominator because the difference is by the case of one Aed or the, the case where he himself says he owes money, he's not a Kafran, he's not someone who totally lied. We didn't prove him as a liar. By Aedim, he already has a Hazaka as a liar. You have two Aedim that say you owe money. So that's a total different uh, case. You can't compare cases. And the Gemara says, wait a second, Aidim mi Hozak Afran? By Aidim, is he really a proven liar? Beha Amarav Idi Baravin, Amarav Hazda Hakofer be Milveke, Shele Aidut. We have a statement of your Idi Baravin in the name of Hazda. If someone uh, lies about something he owns when it comes to a loan, we, we can still trust him when it comes to testimony. Listen, maybe the guy didn't really want to steal, maybe he just didn't have the money right now, he was planning to push the guy off. However, Bipikadon, if a guy is kofir, he says, you know, you never gave me something to watch. Pasul uh, because you have no reason to lie. It's not like you're trying to, to find time. So in that case, he's pasul aidut, but not when he's lying about how much he owes. So your comparison, when you're saying, oh, when it comes to Piv, he's not a Hozakafran, but by Aidim, Hozakafran, maybe he's not a Hozakafran. Maybe he's not a liar. Rather, you have to push away the tzad shaveh as follows. Mala tzad shaveh shebein shekin enan b'torat hazama. Aed ehad and the person's mouth, they don't have this din of hazama where they're proven as false witnesses and you have to punish them with the same punishment they planned on doing to their friend. Tomar be'edim she'eshnan b'torat hazama. But when there's two aedim, they can be proven wrong and they have to get punished with the same punishment they were planning to give on the other guy. So you can't compare cases. You can't learn one out of the other. You can't learn Aidim from Aidehad. The Quran says, no, that's not a contradiction. That whole that Aidehad is not Bitorat Hazama, that's not a question. He believes that Aidehad is Bitorat Hazama. Meaning you could prove him wrong at least. Not maybe have him uh, what he was planning to make the other guy pay, but you could prove him wrong. And Bihiyaz Kalva Homer has to stand. There's no question on it. That's the way the Ritva ends off the Suya. Ela, now remember, he said from Kalva Homer, Vitanatuna, he brought our Mishnah also as help. Ela, the Kamar Vitanatuna, when he tried to bring a proof from our Mishnah, Midame, how could you compare? One case to the other. Hatam, in the case that Rabbi Hayyah was talking about, the case was uh, someone said, This friend, you owe me $100. He said, I owe you nothing. Aidim say 50 is totally different from our Mishnah. Hatam, in that case, la malve it sade. The malve, the person who gave the money, the, the lender, has witnesses that this person at least owes him 50. La lave let sade. But the borrower didn't, doesn't have any witnesses. The lo masik leve, lo midi. He doesn't have anything helping him, and Rashash takes out those words. De loma sikle velomidi doesn't make sense, and he says it makes sense like that according to Rashi also. But bottom line is he doesn't have witnesses. If the borrower had witnesses that he doesn't know anything, would never make him swear on the rest. Over here in our case. The same way we're in witnesses for one of them, we're also witnesses for the other. And still, but the, the, we're making them swear. Meaning in, in, meaning in Rabbi Hayyah's case, only one of them has witnesses. Over here, they both have witnesses and we're still making them swear. 
So the Gemara says, good point. When Rabbi Hayat should bring a proof in the Mishnah, the proof from our Mishnah was on a different thing Rabbi Hayat said. Rabbi Hayat if uh, someone came to his friend and says, you owe me $100, and he told them, no, I only owe you 50 and here's the money on the spot, this is the same $50 I you gave me with the same barcode and everything, Hayav, he has to swear on the rest of them like any other modem mikzat. My tama, what's the reason? Because a person who says, here's the money, it's the same thing as the modem mixat, and he has to swear. And the help is from our Mishnah, and over here, everyone is holding their half, you see, whatever each one is holding, it's his, and the other part is, it says, now, Rav Sheshat doesn't like what Rabbi Chaya says. Rav Sheshat, right away, everyone's going to ask, how could Amora argue on uh, Tana? And the answer is very simple. Rav Sheshat was a very early Amora, and uh, he had uh, sort of the right to argue with the Tana. So, Rav Sheshat Amar, Helach Patur. When a guy gives half the money on the spot, that's uh, he doesn't have to swear the modemic tzad swear. My tama, what's the reason? Kevande amar lehelach. The minute he tells him, here's the money. Hanezuzed deka modebe gavayu. The money that he's admitting, kevande nakit leumalvedam. It's as if the malve already is holding it. The, the lender is already holding that money, and therefore that claim for that first fifty is out the door. And beinach hamishim halomode. And the other 50, he's not admitting to it at all. He's conferring that altogether. So there is no hoda'ah of some of the ta'ana. And therefore, he doesn't have that shivu'ah. So now the Gemara asks, But if that's Rav uh, Sheshat's holding that Helach is patur, then the Mishnah argues on him. Because we wanted to understand in our Mishnah, that each person is kofer in half of uh, of the claim, and he's giving the other person the other half, and he's still making him swear. So that goes against what Rav Sheshat is trying to explain. So Amalek Rav Sheshat, now, Matnitin, you can't bring a proof from our Mishnah because it's Takanat Hachamim. The Mishnah is Takanat Hachamim, so no one comes and grabs other people's cloak out of nowhere. So there, but it's, you can't compare our case of the helach to the Mishnah. Veidach and Rabbi Chaya will tell you, in you're right, our Mishnah is a takanat hachamim. He, however, umihu yamad bishlama mideoraita. If you want to tell me a modem mitzat swears mideoraita, then you're right. Helach hayav, helach would be hayav a shivua because mitakanir abanan shivua kain deoraita. Hachamim or metaken a shavua, like uh, the way the Torah does, meaning they didn't come up uh, with this uh, swear out of nowhere. They learned it from the Torah and they copied it. Elayamat midoraita helach patur. If you want to say helach is patur from the Torah, metakner abanan shavua de leta dechvata bedoraita. Hachamim are going to set up a shavua like in our Mishnah that you don't have anything like that in the, in the Torah. Like where they come up with it from. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a Baita against Rabbi Hayab. So, Metive. There's a contract. I guess they forgot to write how much money. It just says Selaim. It didn't say two Selaim, three Selaim, five Selaim, a hundred Selaim. It just said Selaim and it said Dinarim. 
Malve Omer, the person who lent the money, says, Hamish, no, I lent him five selaim, or dinarim, whatever it is. Velove Omer, Shalosh, was three. Rabbi Shimon ben Azar, Omer, Ho'il, Vehoda, Bimitzatana, Yishava. Rabbi Shimon ben Azar says, listen, he admitted to some of the claims, so he has to surround the rest. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Eno Ela Kemeshiv Aveda. Over here, it's anything after two, he's just returning uh, something that's lost. Really, he could have said, I only owe two. He said three, so that's already just a returner of lost object, and he doesn't have to swear. Upatur, he doesn't have to swear. The same way a person who returns back a lost object, does, uh, the same thing, uh, uh, this person, he said more than he owes, he should be patur. Now, the Gemara has, here's the question. Katanemi had it says, Since he admitted to some of the claim, he has to swear. Now, Tama, the reason is, because he said three. If you only said two, Patur, it sounds like uh, it would be Patur because he's uh, he's totally denying the rest of the claim. Because anything that's in the Shtar is strong. You don't need, it's like Aidim. You don't need, need Aidim. You don't need a uh, admission. So everything else is uh, is up for uh, discussion. And he's uh, being Kofer Bakol, so he should be Patur. And the contract that he's admitting to is a Helachu. Ushmami, I already understand helach patur that if a person says helach, he doesn't have to swear on the rest. The Gemara says, "Law, you can't bring a proof from that." You could even say that contribution of Azar. If a person said two, he'd be hayav like a modem mikzat. The reason he said shalosh lapokemed Rabbi Akiva. He's going against Rabbi Akiva. The Amar Mashiva Veda Veu Patur that. Anything after two, he's just returning a lost object and he's patur. Kamash ma'ala and Rabbi Shimon ben Azar is telling you, no, the modem miktzatatana, he's still a modem miktzatatana, even if he said three, v'chayav, and he has to swear. The Quran says, Yehachi, if that's the case, then Rabbi Shimon ben Azar omir ho'il ve'odam miktzatana yishabah, since he admitted to some of it, then he has to swear, afzei yishabah mi'baleh. It should say, even he should swear also. As if to say, even this person who is basically returning a lost object, even he should swear. And the fact that it doesn't say that shows you that Rabbi Hiya is wrong. This is basically saying, Helach is patur, not like Rabbi Hiya. So, Ela, Le'olam, you have to say, patur. He doesn't have to do a swear. Ve'helach, Hayav. And if he says Helach, you have to swear. Veshani hacha, and over here is different. The kamisei alishta, because you have a contract that says slaim dinarim, it doesn't have a number. So you have to say when the idim signed, they signed on the lowest number, which is two. Selaim and dinarim, the least that that's plural, so the least of plural is two. So if that's the case, you can't bring a proof against bihya. Uh, and number two, inami mishum dehavale shtar shabud karkaot. When you're swearing on a contract, contract is strong enough to pull out uh, someone's uh, someone's property. And when someone denies property, there's no swear. Now, ika demotiv misefa. Some uh, ask a question from the end of the Brayton. Rav Sheshat who said helach patur. So not on Rabbi Hiya, who said helach is hayav. Rather on Rav Sheshat who said helach is patur. It says of the Rabbi Akiva Omer eno elakim meshiva veda u patur. He's like returning a lost object and should be patur. And tamad de amar shalosh. That's because he said three. 
Ha Shetaim, if he only said to Hayav, he would be Hayav Shavua because he'd be like any other Modem Miktzat. And the Gemara asks, Vehashtar, now the star is like a helach because the star is very strong. It's like ironclad. So, and you're still making him swear. What do you understand from here? Helach is hayav. The Gemara says, "Lo, you can't say that." You have to say also two is patur. Why say three? To go against Rabbi Shimon Lazar, the Amar Modem Mikzat Atana Heveve Hayav. He holds he's a Modem Mikzat, and he has to swear. Kamash Malan Rabbi Akiva comes and tells the Meshiva Vidaheve Upatur. But if it was two, even Rabbi Shimon would agree that he's Patur because of Helach. And Hachinam Mistabra, you have to say that Modem Bishtaim is Patur from Meshavah. Why the Isal Kadatach Shtaim Hayav? If you want to say it's Hayav, then Bishalosh Hechi Patada Rabbi Akiva. Then how did Rabbi Akiva exempt him from a swear when he said three because he's Meshiva Veda? Hai Arume Kama Arim. Could be he's also using trickery. Meaning he really have more. But if he says three of Meshiva Veda, don't make me swear. Because Sabar Iamina Shetam, if I say two, Ba'ina Shabbat, I would have to swear because I'm Modem Mikzat. Ema Shalosh, I'll say three. Deveke Meshiva Veda Veiptar. I'll be like uh, someone returning a lost object. And this way, I'll save two thousand. I really owe five. Ela, you have to say Shema Mina. Shtaim nami patur. Two is also patur because of helach, and you can't. We don't say that he's uh, tricking. We don't say that. Ela kashal Rabbi Chayana. Bottom line is, we understand over here helach is patur. This is a problem to Rabbi Chayana who said he's hayab. Uh, so Rabbi Chayana would have to tell you Shani hatam dekamisayal deshtara. No, over there is different. He has a shtar. Shtar is a totally different situation. The star says Silaim binarim, and the least amount it could be is two, and uh, that's why he doesn't have to swear. Inami mishum Also, because a star is strong enough to pull out property, and we don't swear on someone denying uh, property or something that can pull out property, and they they learn it out of a kalpatoklal. Uh, this is in Masechet Shavuot. This is Akod of Apesha. So there's a call protocol to take out a swear when it has to do with property or land. So now, the, the Gemara wants to ask on Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat wants to say by Helach, when you just give the money, a patur. Mativ Morzutra Bereder Rav Nachman. So now Morzutra Bereder Rav Nachman brings a name Mishnah. A person takes his friend to Beitin and claims to know Kelim Vikakaot. He says, You owe me utensils, you owe me land, Hodalo Bekelim Vikafar Bakakaot. And his friend said, Listen, I owe you a couple of plates, but I don't owe you land. Or Hodabekakaot Vikafar Bekelim. Or he admitted that he owes him land, but he said, No, I don't owe you Kelim. Patur. He doesn't have to swear Modem Mikzat. Because any full denial of a Kaka or anything that has to do with Kaka. He doesn't have to swear. However, but if he admit to some of the property and totally denied the kelim, then patur, for that reason he's patur. Uh, however, if he admitted to some utensils, but he was kofer in the entire uh, land, then hayav. Then he would have to swear on the land because of modem miktzat. Since he already on the kelim, then he went throw it also on the uh, on the land. And Tama, the reason he's patur from shavuav mudam the kelim vekarkaot when he admitted to the kelim and he didn't uh, he denied totally the karkaot the karkaot but shavuai because we don't swear on land. Ha kelim vekelim dum ya the kelim vekarkaot. But let's say it was kelim and kelim in the same type of case. 
where the kelim is right in front of us, which is the basic Helach case, but with kelim. Here's the kelim, and the other ones I don't owe you. He would be Hayav, the Shavuav Amodem Mikzat. And Hechidami, what are we talking about? Lav de Amar de Helach, aren't we talking about the case where he tells him, here's your Kelim, Mushmami na Helach Hayav, and that's not like Rav Shashat? And the Gemara says, Lo, no, that's not the way to be Midayak. Laolam Emalach, Kelim ve Kelim, Nami Patur. You could even say Kelim with the whole Helach thing is Patur. Behadik Katane, Kelim ve Kakaot, and the reason they wrote Kelim and Kakaot and didn't write Kelim, Kelim, Hakamashmalan, what are they trying to tell me? That Hodam, Mikzat, Kelim, Hayav, Afaka Kakaot. The Hidush here was was on that last piece where he admits I owe some of the kelim, I owe you some pots and he's uh, denying totally the kakaot that uh, once we're swearing on the kelim then we're going to throw it also on the kakaot also so the Gemara asks then my kamash malan then what's your hidush what are you coming to tell me tenina we have a mishnah already when swearing on property that you're not responsible for, meaning things that could be moved around, then the zokikin means they they cause that land, property that you are responsible for, land, to, to make you swear after them also. Meaning one makes the other swear. Once you're swearing, you're swearing. So here you have it. You have a Mishnah that tells you this already, that once you're swearing on Kelim, you swear you, you have to swear also on the Karkaot. Then why do you have to do this again? So the Gemara says, no. Hacha, uh, over here, this Mishnah of Kelim Karkaot is the Ikar. That's the main sugya. Um, That's the main Mishnah, Masechet Shavuot. And Hatam, in that Mishnah with the Zokekin, is Agav Gerara Nasba. It's an extra Gemara. It was telling you how to buy movable property using uh, non-movable property, exactly how that works. And once they were on that subject, they talked about swearing on both things together, movable and non-movable property. But the main Mishnah is in regards to Kelim and Kakaot. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.